Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable cars and coffee. Hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Well, hello everybody. How are you doing on this Wednesday? It's already been a crazy Monday for us. I'm sitting here with Johnny Lieberman. Hello! Uh, Zuckerman has already bailed on us. I, coward. I, I, don't, I don't want to read your comments <laughs> that Zuckerman's not in the show again. He bailed. He's yeah. having a tough morning. Yeah. Um, we were going to go record down at his place, and the wind knocked out the Wi-Fi. And if you have a Wi-Fi connected garage door and alarm system, well, like he does, you can't get in. And uh, when I called him, the swears, the profanity just rolling off his uh, tongue into my ear. Um, and I offered to go to the Santa Monica airport. Um, and he said, I can't. I can't do it. I got I got it. Just like that. And just slammed the phone down. I would just like to point out that I was there <laughs> Johnny on time. And Spike was there. And he was not even there. And he but still then, didn't show up. Yeah. But then I forgot the show. <clears throat> I forgot all of my notes. I forgot all of the ads. <laughs> So that, so now, so Johnny followed me in the old series. You know, it's so funny. This morning I said to my my son Jack, I'm like, hey, should we? I have the Zagato downstairs. I go, should we daily that this week? Because I always ask the kids because I have to shuttle them to places. Every he goes, yeah, let's keep that. So I said, all right. But then all I have to do is take that series two A down to Zuckerman. It's not such a bad drive. Right. Didn't want to put the seatbelt on. Had a cup of coffee. It was challenging, but it was on the 405 <laughs> doing about 60. I'm like, this is all right. This is a good way. Happy. Uh, and then I ended up having to drive it to four or five different places and now back to where I started. Anyway, here we are at my home. That's up right. Ab- we're in Spike's bedroom. So yeah. If you've very ever- cozy. No, we're not there. We're above. This is my writing room above the garage at my house in Brentwood. You hear the horn? That's the I, food truck. I, that's the food truck for the for, for the, the what, construction for the workers for the construction. in the neighborhood. I see. The whole neighborhood's under construction. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it's very nice, and I, it's cozy I, I'm up jealous. here. I was saying I write at the kitchen table, but this is this is good. This is really a uh, hang, right? Yeah, you've got yeah. exercise equipment. Yeah, nobody has weighed in on the artwork except for me. You see, we've right. got yep. Johnny Cash's and Family Guy drawings and Jimi Hendrix's and, and Belushi <clears throat> and Aykroyd. It's good. Yeah, this that's an good. original right up there. That is one of the original art cards from the first season of Saturday Night Live. Back before they had still store and computers, they would put that card up there. They would go, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, and the camera would turn on and they'd shoot that card. Oh, no kidding. Isn't wow. that cool? That's crazy. And I, you know, back in the day uh, on Saturday Night Live, I I had the job of throwing all that stuff away. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Audrey Pert Dickman, who was uh, in charge of the production staff, uh, said one day, she said, Skippy. She called me. She could never remember my nickname was Spike. She said, Skippy. <laughs> Those big dumpsters over there full of graphics, throw them away. Find a way to throw them out. <clears throat> and as I looked in, there were these big laundry hampers, like what you would imagine a hotel laundry hamper was, canvas and yeah, on yeah, wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I looked in, it was 
stuff like that. The graphic for X Police. The <laughs> Chico Escuela baseball card. Right, right, right. A gold mine of memorabilia. So you didn't throw any of it away. I was a kid living in a tiny closet of an apartment in New York, and I had to. It was a Sophie's Choice situation. Right, right, I had to right. go. Oh, that's how much of this can I take? Even though there's no eBay at this point, but how much but of it can know, I take? Right. I mean, you got to know. No, it, it, it. I didn't know it was worth money. It had such personal meaning. Like, what, find what the year po- is this? This has to be '86. Oh wow. Okay. So you know. Find the Pope in the Pizza Contest with yeah. Dr. Guido Sarducci. Yeah, These yeah, are yeah. the jokes I was rolling at when I was a little kid. Right. And there's the card, right? Now, I gave that back to uh, Don Novello. That's his name, right? I, I believe so. Yeah. The early Saturday Night Live. I called I him was... up and I said, hey, man, I've got this thing. Do you want it? And he said, yes. He was living in Canada, so I sent it to him. But they had such great meaning to me. I was just stunned that the stuff was getting thrown out. Now, I, I have a ton of stuff in storage. I don't know what else is left, but those are, I think, two of my favorite bits of business that's pretty good that's pretty good i say this now only and no because... one can see this but it's it's, yeah. it's a very young belushi <clears throat> and a very young Aykroyd. no like... if you watch first season of saturday Night live you'll see that shot and there you know there's the shot but i mean Aykroyd looks like 19 in that yeah picture. he does i mean that's young yeah right? that's like and he's got the leno thin <laughs> denim jacket i know those yeah. are the cocaine days yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, belushi. 79 was the first year <laughs> i guess 77 i don't know i forget it was just thrilling to be around any of it i um, told you my wife was an intern on saturday Night live in the 90s now who what crew is that uh the norm mcdonald oh, celebrity wow. jeopardy okay. era oh yeah and in fact her best friend mary uh, the the famous like when norm mcdonald's burt reynolds gets the big hat Right. And he's Turd Ferguson. He's like, yeah, it's funny because it's bigger than a regular hat. Yep. Mary, they were like, go get a big hat. <laughs> so she had to run around <laughs> Manhattan and find yeah. this hat. So she no. found the hat. That She and I did the same job. Yeah. I yeah, did yeah. that for graphics. Yeah. You had to run around New York and find things <laughs> like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. It was fun. It was so exciting. And there's no, there's, you know, for me, there was nothing else. No girls, no anything, just this job and the threat of if you don't find a way to make any more money, you are not going to be able to live here in the city <laughs> right right well i i lived in new york and i definitely had the money thing but i wasn't obviously it wasn't doing a saturday night live so yeah yeah it was uh it's still unbelievable i actually managed to live there considering i only yeah, had to yeah. pay like 700 bucks a month but it was like it was impossible <laughs> that is still expensive my yeah. first apartment was 350 a month where where'd you live well, I lived in I lived in Bay Ridge first. Okay. I lived right in the heart of Mafia Dons. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. you know who lives in that yeah. house? And, <laughs> you know, I would leave, I would dread my walk from the subway all the way down to, we lived right under the Veranzano Bridge, sure. like whatever that, I forget, a park. It was some road right there, and I was sharing an apartment with this girl whose dad was a cop and left a thirty-eight in the front drawer for us just to in use. Case, just, just in, in case. case. Yeah, that's great. But I would get off the subway... And the Italian kids would go, hey, hey, you, hey, Blondie, hey, you with your hair. Where you, what neighborhood you from? Uh, and I would just look down like, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not from it. Yeah, we know you're not from here. <laughs> I was just like, wow, I've walked into a stereotypical like situation. I oh, can't believe crazy. I'm getting, because I had heard about this in Boston, like West Bridgewater and Brockton is, is... This is like South Boston? South, but but it's far enough into the burbs where you didn't really have that. 
right? Okay. But we'd hear the stories of the Italians and the Irish, and I'm Irish. Right, right, And right. if, you you know, you don't wear anything green into the Italian neighborhoods and vice versa. Sure, sure. Because all yeah, shit's don't good. Wear, don't wear orange into the Irish right. neighborhoods. And I yeah, had yeah. frankly stopped believing in that because it had yeah. never happened to me. But now here I am. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> and I, of course, would say my hair isn't blonde, man. It's it's brown. Oh, hey, hey. oh, it's not. You hear what he said? See, I would only get in Manhattan. I was there in the '90s, but I would just I get tortured by the Lubavitchers, by the the Schneerson Winnebago. What is that? The, oh, so oh, the Lubavitchers are like they're super crazy Orthodox Jews that try right, and get right. people like me <laughs> to be a better Jew. And so they'll grab you. They'll. Cor- I actually got like in, in in Prague. My friend Dylan and I got like kidnapped. Essentially, we got these guys walked up to us like, "Hey, are, are, do you two happen to be Jewish?" Like, yes. Have you said the Shema today? It's like, oh mm, Jesus, not today. And they grab us by our arms, throw us in a van. They make us wrap filling and start, you know, <laughs> davening and say the Shema. But so they knew about me in New York, and I would get, I would get like chased around by the Schneerson Winnebago. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> anyway, the thing. there anyway. you go. Yeah. <clears throat> we welcome you to uh, Spike's Car Radio <laughs> and our stories of getting beaten on uh, in, in New York. Yeah. In New York, when we lived there, um, and it's good to be with you all. We're all feeling pretty good. Let's do an ad real quick. Yeah. Um, I promised Bill, we have three sponsors today, the Malibu Kitchen, uh, TLG Auto, and uh, Manscaping, of course. <laughs> My Let's <favorite>. start. <laughs> you do like Manscaping? Well, Should I know. We- I, I, I mean, uh, the, the one I need the most. Yes. Actually, I probably need TLG the most, but that's a different story. It is. Yeah. Um, Let's do manscaping then. Oh, yeah. Mirror, mirror on the wall. What's the best brand for my balls? I didn't write that. I did not write <laughs> that. You totally. Right there in this chair at this computer. The, look, read the read the copy. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Manscaped, of course. Hold up. Is that a nose pube? I didn't write any of this, but I, but I support it. Good thing 100%. our partners at Manscaped are here to ensure you're taking care of your manhood and your nose hairs with their new performance package. And now they want me to tell about my nose hair experience. All I'm going to tell you is I love the Manscaped Clippers so much that I realized these guys hadn't sent me their nose hair clipper, and it's on its way. And it's, it's For me, that's like Christmas. I'm so excited to get this thing because the clippers I've used in the past in my nose hurt me. They bite. Oh, and, oh, yeah, yeah. You get a little cut. Yeah, yeah and yeah, these yeah, new yeah. Manscaped things that they've got with this plastic blade that's sharp but doesn't bite, is it just makes your life great. And... Uh, You want it. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle included. Is The new package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM, same as a GT3, motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This nose and hair ear trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology. This this shit actually works. This is one of the few things that we advertise that work. That skin-safe technology is worth... It's worth millions of dollars because you don't get bit anymore in your balls or in your nose or anywhere else. Look, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Why not use the best tools for the job here? This uh, job here, sorry. This bundle I like includes. Job hair. I yeah, I know. I, I thought that was one of their play words. The bundle includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body, <laughs> uh, the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. <laughs> get the performance package, and you're going to get two free gifts the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. I have both. 
and I use both. <laughs> the performance package is the best value the that Manscaped. Bag? Yeah, it's great. I mean, where are you going on trips that you need? I, you know, I go on these car things, but you know, we're, you know what happens to travel bags? You get toothpaste on the outside yeah, of them, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. can never fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I okay. go through quite a bit of those, okay, and now okay. I'm on to the one that says the word ball. I'm just on the thinking side. whose ball hair grows so <laughs> fast that you've got to like trim on the road. But yes. I can see maybe, maybe, maybe that affects you. you know? I, I don't know, but I like I'm to me the Clippers are worth their weight in gold. Mm. I really have not, and I, as I've said before. I, I trust them so much, I use them on my dog's penis. <laughs> and I'm not lying. I've anyway. heard that before, and it's still funny. That's a good line. That's a good line. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code SPIKE911. That's my name and my favorite car at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use SPIKE911. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. Make sure your balls look great for the holiday season. See now that I change. It says, "It says look great during the process." No, for the holidays, things are getting better. Groom your butt, your balls, everything else. Wow. And it gets harder when you get older because you lose the yeah. hair on top and of then your you head. Eat, well, you get more ear hair. That's the real issue. Ear hair. Yeah, I remember That's... we were uh, we were talking about this on Seinfeld. And George was like uh, the character. <laughs> Well, how do I know when to trim my air hair? It's like when you, you hear a soft rustling of leaves. <laughs> and I think it was Jerry asking him. Because, you know, when you touch your ear and you hear... Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the worst. Then yeah. you no. know. Your, your hair's the worst. I can, any other hair I can kind of stomach, but your hair is like... Just... It's, there's, it's not a good look. I'm here with uh, Johnny Lieberman. Hello. And we're... Um, how did you celebrate Saturday night? As the, it feels like the world was celebrating yeah, uh, Saturday yeah. night. So, so if you live uh, on another planet, uh, uh, Trump was uh, unelected. He's now the impeached two-time yes. popular vote loser, one-term yes. American president, the only two-time popular vote loser. Um, it felt good. It felt great. It felt uh, like the world, suddenly there was some justice in the world. Yeah, I know you're not a drinker, but I'm a drinker. So I pulled, I'm out, an eater. I pulled out a bottle of a uh, 22-year-old uh, bourbon from uh, my favorite brewery, or mm-hmm. distillery, excuse me, Willet. Um, it was barrel number 324, and <laughs> we we killed that bottle dead. It was 135 proof, so 67.5% alcohol. Wow. And I went to my uh, friend's backyard, and we celebrated, and I slept till noon the next day. Wow. And since I've had a child, I don't think I've slept past seven ever, so. Wow, that's it was, insane. It was a big, big happy night. I, uh... Eight. I had Bill. Like I, you know, I, I don't like Donald Trump. I've never liked him in television. Right? It yeah, predates no. him as a politician. I've known about this guy for a very long time, and he's just a, d- a despicable human being that I've not liked. So when he became elected president, I was so angry about it, just because I know how he treats people in the entertainment industry. It was sure. not good. Right, it just right. wasn't a good situation. So I said to Bill, "When this is over, Bill at the Malibu Kitchen." I want you to bake me one of your red velvet cakes. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I thought that cake was coming about two weeks into Trump's presidency. <laughs> well, there was a lot of because indication. Because of the scandal yeah, 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 that yeah. kept coming, but yeah. nothing ever came of the scandals and the guy last four years. And, you know, say what you want, but somehow he was able to make it through four years of some of the most incredible scandals I've ever yeah, yeah, yeah. seen ever. Yeah. Thanks to the Republican Senate. But um, still made it four years, four years hey, longer than I thought he hey. would. Got that going for him. Yeah. So I had Bill, you know, I went there Friday when the writing was on the wall, but Bill was still upset. 
You didn't, you know, he was still fearful that this was not going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, I can't have you bake that into my cake. So Saturday he baked us the giant red velvet cake. Nice. And we brought that home and we watched Biden's speech and we ate the cake and it was delightful. That's great. He asked me to remind everybody listening that the Malibu Kitchen and Gourmet Country Market has a Thanksgiving menu. Now, this is important because we're all still dealing with this virus, even though there's some encouraging vaccination news. Very we're going to be dealing with it for another year or so, maybe. Um, and you can call Bill at the Malibu Kitchen. He's going to make you the entire turkey Thanksgiving dinner. I've done this before. It's awesome. You just tell him what you want, and then Thanksgiving or the day before you pick it up, turkey, mashed potatoes, trimmings, the whole deal is available Damn, really? at Bill awesome. at the Malibu Kitchen. Bill, <clears throat> for those of you guys in L.A., the Malibu Kitchen Gourmet Country Market is in the Malibu Country Mart. His phone number is 310-456-7845. 310-456-7845. Um, they want you to put your orders in no later than Sunday, November 22. So you got to get your order in no, no later than Sunday, November 22. If you're in uh, L.A. and your wife doesn't want to cook, you don't want to cook, just call Bill up. It's awesome. Um, let me show you some of the things he's got here. It's all great, by the way. And by the way, if you have any voter fraud complaints, also use that number. 310-456-7845. And remind Bill the- when you talk to him, tell him to smile more and to be happy more. Um, they have, here are the things you have to get. Get the turkey, get the gravy, but don't forget the pies. You know, he's Ooh. got the stuffing. The wild, His stuffing is beyond anything that I've ever had before. What's the pie? Let's get back to pie. That's, that's okay, what, that's let's what get I'm to the pies in, and then yeah. we'll get off this. Um, deep dish pumpkin pie. Ooh. Incredible. I got one of each last year. Okay. And there are four of us in our family, so do the math. <laughs> Harvest berry crumb, which is blueberry, raspberry, strawberry, it's also the Malibu Pie Festival Grand Prize winning pie and apple crumble and apple dome. They're all amazing. I think I can do two of those apples and the pumpkin. That sounds really Look, good. Look, it's, it's worth it for the stuffing mm. alone. But, yeah, but well, you go, you, for, you know, it's one of those things where you show up Saturday, you, you get to hang out in Malibu, look at cars, you pick up this meal, you just heat it up, and it's perfection. It's worth, and then you know. You don't yeah. have to do and then the you cooking. get pie. It was really how I'm thinking about it. You get the pie, so that's. And that's I don't want to do the deep fat fried turkey catch fire thing anymore. Or, yeah. You know. Anyway, Bill, we love fun. you. Go help Bill. He's uh, he's managed to stay open through fires in Malibu. He served the firefighters. Probably a mudslide or two. He's managed to stay open during this pandemic and serves the uh, the 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 police out there, the firemen, all of us. He helps us with our car shows. He saves us spots. He yelled at me a couple months ago. He yells ago. at Johnny Lieberman who yeah. deserves it. <laughs> he gets uh, along with Zuckerman though. It's weird. It's well, he, yeah, he got my order wrong and I kind of said like, hey, where's the third sandwich I paid for? And he yelled at me. Ah. Good. 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 No, yeah, he yeah. yelled at me two weeks ago, too. Yeah, see? see? So there you go. Yeah. That's just part of the fun. He's hey. the deli Nazi, as you know. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> Johnny, let's talk cars, cars and motorcycles. You want to start? Let's start with motorcycles. because I, I don't did... even know what a motorcycle is, so this is all you. I'll just I'll just drink some iced tea. Well, we can go with cars first. No, no, no. If we're going to do motorcycles, get it out of the way. And then, you know, it'll be a better show. <laughs> <laughs> I forget how much you hate motorcycles. <laughs> I just have no interest. I mean, you might as well talk about like boats. You know? All right. Well, I went to uh, Royal Enfield, called me up uh, and said, do you want to come and learn how to flat track motorcycle oh, race? No, flat tracking. There was a band called Zeke that had an album Flat Tracker. 
That's, so. that's my contribution. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I <laughs> would never have said yes to this because, you know, at my age, what do I want to go around an oval sliding? I don't, if you, I don't know that you know this about me, but I like traction. I don't like sliding. Right. I like uh, grip. Yep. I don't like drift. Got it. Got um, it. But I thought, why don't I give this a shot? Uh, Primarily because the fella who's been taking care of my motorcycle, uh, my 66, is a flat track uh, legend, Sonny Nutter, who's, you know, raced with McQueen and that whole crew and, you know, was a champion from the, you know, 50s and 60s. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I've always been kind of interested in this upright sliding thing. Um, so I drove down to Murrieta, down to this place called uh, Blackmore Ranch, okay. which was, uh, you know, a beautiful place down outside of San Diego and, and cl- near Glamis, maybe. Yep. I don't even know where I'm going. Just yeah, another, Glamis. Sure, Glamis. another beautiful yeah, part of ca- yeah, yeah. California. Yeah. Um, and they had this big oval with all of these Royal Enfield bikes out there and this um, racing champion, Johnny Lewis, flat track veteran. No relation. Go ahead. Not no to Jerry Lewis, you mean? <laughs> no to Johnny Lieberman. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm vamping here. Come on. I'm <laughs> uh, here's what they wrote about him: 2020 Royal Enfield listed the help of flat track veteran Johnny Lewis to develop the Royal Enfield Twins FT. Lewis raced for a variety of manufacturers in American flat track and Royal Enfield. This guy's qualified, is the short way of saying, it. and he runs the Royal Enfield Slide School. Presented by Moto Anatomy, which I think is just Johnny Lewis's Instagram feed. <laughs> um, and it's a flat track training program aimed at developing proficient flat track skills for riders of nearly any ability. They're already sold. I mean, this is hilarious. One of these things, like, first of all, you didn't know it exists, right? Flat track race school. I assumed it did. I never. Secondly. Yeah, go ahead. They're already booked up. Like, if you hey. want to do this, so you're looking at 2021. For the right? people listening that are into cars, what I will say is, yes. uh, most of, no, we have a lot of motorcycle fans. We have a lot more car fans. Um, you know, the thing about drifting is, and I'm not a huge drifter, but I worked yes. with Jethro Bobbington for years. That's all he cares about is drifting. What you do learn from drifting, which is good, is throttle management. You actually yes. learn how to apply a throttle uh, in a non-stabby on-off. Correct. Way. Yeah. So that actually is very cool. Except that's not what you're doing with flat track racing. I know nothing so about motorcycles. That's the first thing All that's right, thrown see. out the window. Okay. Ah, I tried. I tried. So I showed up down to this place and they gave us a little speech. You know, it, it's you've done these things more than I have, but sure. you know, you, you anytime you have this challenge thing that a company is set up, there's a half an hour meeting about yeah, what yeah, we're going to yeah, do yeah, yeah. and it's kind of the rules da, 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 yeah, and it's yeah. a little scary right yeah i get a little nervous right the first thing they had us do is you're putting on all of this armor <laughs> and these boots and all of this stuff and uh, johnny starts telling us about himself and how this works and there's the track and how you're going to go around the track in the beginning and we're going to be doing this for eight hours uh four biker four guys on bikes out and uh actually four women too there were a bunch of women there learning how to race really cool yeah um and i start to get like a little panicky about because they say this is what he's like he goes look in the straightaway you're full throttle as you hit the turn you're off throttle. He goes, I try to make this point with some guys by take, having them take their hand off the throttle. And then you're, you're putting your ass cheek, the, the, the crack of your ass, on the right side of the seat. Okay. That's how you sit. Okay. okay? Makes sense, I guess. I, I, go ahead. That, it's, yeah. Instead of sitting on a motorcycle straight on, you're sitting on your ass crack sure. okay. with an arm up and your left arm pointed down. And you're making yourself slide. So you're flying into a turn. 
you come off the throttle 100%, you slide, and about halfway through, you slowly start to pull on again. Yeah, that's throttle management. That's, uh, you know. It's not modulation, though, where you're modulating the skid. It's starting a skid, and most of that, you know, when I watched Johnny doing it, the only guy who could really do it for real. Sure. He was doing it with steering and front-end steering, but he said, he goes, look, if you come in too hot, you come in too slow, you're going to go over this way or you're going to go down. <laughs> like, right. Right. And that's where I'm like, look, I, I, I don't want to crash. Right. I'm 56. Right. I right. don't really feel like I got nothing to prove. Right. Right. But it was so much fun. Did, I, you, did you slide? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I didn't fall. No, oh, I did no the slide. Kidding. I made it through the school. It was great. Oh, great. Okay. I really, you know, I, it left me, and I was telling Johnny about this the next day. I was like, I'm, I'm kind of addicted, because it's like Uh-oh. any other- Uh-oh. It's any other racing where you go there, you're kind of disappointed in your first performance, Always. and then you come yeah, home yeah. and you think about it and go, I could do that better, right? And it was, you know, it was just a gorgeous sunny day, and and Enfield just great sandwiches, great bikes, <laughs> great crowd, and I'm just grateful yeah, yeah, yeah. not to be here working, doing a real job. Right, but I, and, you know, I just and wanted you didn't to dislocate thank, your neck. It was also I yeah. could have, yeah, but I didn't, and you know, I just want to thank them. I encourage you guys to try that if you're looking for a different kind of racing to do. That's you know a little more challenge. Like I, I don't think I want to go on a high speed track out at Willow on one of those bikes. But the same token, I want to go on a motor tro- a motocross. I don't want to do that, right? No, I would do some enduro riding, die. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. Motocross is like that's for fifteen year olds, right? Yeah. This yeah, yeah. this was great. It, okay. my, I, I felt like I was at a little above my comfort level, and it was fun, and it was manageable. You know, if you knew how to keep your eye line and you were comfortable with the back end of a bike constantly sliding. Sure, sure, sure. It's super fun. And do they grease the track or anything like that? They or? do. They, wa- they water okay. it down. It's water. Okay, yeah, They yeah. water it and then they rake it. Right. Um, and then we would go around maybe for about 45 minutes and they'd water and rake again. Because I found, it's funny with drifting. So, like, for some reason, like, the YouTube generation thinks that if you're really good at drifting, then you're a good driver. Correct. Which, you right. are a good driver, but you can also be a good driver and not know how to drift. But I found that, like... I'm, this is going to sound pretentious, but I'm the best snow drifter. I can't drift on, on dry pavement at all. I'm terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm horrible. But you put me on snow, gravel, an oiled surface, like they have, like at the Porsche uh, Experience Center, they have like a slick track. Yeah, yeah. I'm really good at that. So anything that's not like in real time, because like <laughs> snow, sand, grease is all slow. Right. So I'm a really good slow drifter. I'm a terrible fast drifter. <laughs> uh, I have no idea where I'm going with this, but I'm just trying to get off motorcycles. <laughs> what are you driving right now? Oh, that's our uh, long-term uh, Mercedes-Benz GLE 450. It's got the bouncy bounce mode. Um, when have you, you say- seen bouncy bounce mode? I have not. Oh, but after wait. this, we're going to bounce it. You're going to okay. like it. Yeah, it bounces um, up and down. When you say long-term, I've always been fascinated by that because I remember seeing that as a kid. Like, yeah. car and driver had a car for a year. Yeah. How long does Motor Trend get them? This one, I think, is about 12 months, although with the pandemic, it might be considerably longer just because things were just slow and weird. And what are the what are the rules of that loan? There's no, there's no rules. Here's what we do with them is we write, uh, like, let's say, an introduction. So, okay, here's, here's the uh, car. Uh, here's how it's optioned. You know, this one, we got the straight six with a lot of power. Uh, we didn't get the V8. Should have got the V8, but we didn't. It's got the E active body control so it can bounce up and down and also pretty good ride quality this is the paint blah 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 blah. and then you do updates so one i remember uh, i took the family during the beginning of the pandemic to arizona utah border mm-hmm. and we went to like a different national park every day 
just talked about as a road trip vehicle. Um, the last one I wrote about is how I've sort of like, without ever thinking it was good looking, just having, you know, having looked at it for six months or eight months or whatever, like it's actually a really good looking SUV. So we'll write a series of updates probably over the course of the year, like eight updates. And then there'll be a conclusion or I forget what we actually call it, but, uh, you know, like a verdict, we call it the verdict. Right, Here's right. how it was. And we'll report on, you know, maintenance. So for instance, tomorrow, this thing, I think something's wrong with the rear alignment, so I'm going to take it in and get it aligned. So I'll talk about that. Will they pay for that, or do you have to pay? I for think that would depend how bad it is. <laughs> so I'm going to say under a thousand will totally pay for it. Over a thousand will say, "Hey Mercedes, your car's broken." So Motor Trend <laughs> would cover it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Where's yeah. Motor Trend based? Where We're in El Segundo. Oh, you are. El Segundo, right so by there's the airport. Yeah. there's an office down there. There is, although I mean, I, I'm I don't really work for Motor. I mean, I do. I'm I'm a consultant technically to Motor Trend. So, but I can, I can expense things if I need to. And so, but it's, it's got 15,000 miles on it. So it needs like full maintenance because modern cars are weird. Um, you know, it used to be every 3000 miles, you change your oil. And this one, I waited for like a, a, a note to pop up. It's like, now I need service. Right. So it was right around 15,000 miles. So how much, how many of those, uh, those little service reminders are just timers going off or do, versus the car actually I, needing service? I don't, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know I, stuff like that. I, I don't know. started ignoring them. Yeah. And I would, I bring stuff in whenever I want because my, and it's been a pretty six, at least on my lease. Right. Well, so that's a great I, thing I about a lease. How bad's it going to get? <laughs> right. I don't ever bring it in until three years later. Right. Right. You know, right. and so for a Land Rover, like a Range Rover Sport, yeah, I know that about two years in, I need. I'm going to need brakes. I'm yeah, going to need yeah, brake yeah. pads or some sort of brake work, and that's right. about it. I and usually okay. at that point, I'm like, go ahead and do whatever else you need to do. But I'm not. I'm not. Uh, since I suspect a lot of that stuff is just timers going off, right. my car doesn't really need service. I think a lot with the oil, um, you know, if you look now, because you can't, you know, most cars don't even have dipsticks anymore. So right. there's like a percentage. I'm right. not sure if it's like, I don't know if it's a timer. I don't know if it's actually analyzing the oil or something yeah, like yeah. that. I'm pretty good with oil. Like I just, I kind of know enough about how engines work that if you do have bad, broken down oil, like you're going to yes. get, you know, mechanical problems. Um, but I, I, I don't know about the other stuff. You know, I, I'm just not, I, I know what you mean. It's weird with the timers. So, yeah, but, but again, with the lease, it's like, you know, you do a three year lease. You're going to bring the car in once, twice, twice. <laughs> I'm not saying I disregard every one. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. they're a bunch. Like it's time for your scheduled maintenance. Right. And I'll look at the mileage. It has to be this long or this. And I'm not even close to the mileage. And I'm just oh, okay. like, come on. See, we're high I'm mileage not- people. Like, so like we had, we had an Audi for three years. I got like. Like oh, it was like th- right up to the thing, like thirty six thousand miles or whatever. So how many, how many of these uh, year long loaners do you have? A motor train currently, I don't know. Probably like a dozen ish, or really? something like that. Yeah, and and shared by how many people? Well, we used to just it was like you know you just grab the key. The way it kind of works now is I'm responsible for every update for this car, so it's like my quote unquote long termer for the year. Uh, but for instance, like one of our photographers, he's going up to Seattle for two weeks around Christmas time. He's like, could I take your car? Because it's got massaging seats and hydraulic right, suspension. Right. It's a badass road trip car. You know, so I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll get something how, else. How are these people not giving me one of these long-term loaners? I don't know. Jethro <laughs> has one. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah Jethro has one. Yeah. I mean, Let me answer my someone. own question. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there are very few that I would accept as oh, long-term. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Well, why is that? <laughs> Well, because 
my only pleasure in life. Yeah. My only pleasure. Maybe right. my Besides children cigars. and my family cigars. and cigars yeah, yeah, yeah. and you and Zuckerman <laughs> and this. I'm I, me and Zuckerman. And cake. I like yeah, the yeah. podcast because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an hour a week that I get to talk to everybody and sure, nobody sure, messes sure. with it. My only other pleasure is the drive. Yeah. And if I'm in something that might psychically ruin me. Oh, I see what you're like saying. Like I'm looking at that Mercedes that yeah. has bouncy mode. It does and I have like the Mercedes mode. brand. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I I think that could murder my soul no. and therefore kill my creativity. It's, it's actually not that bad. It's actually it's a, it's a pretty nice car. I mean, it's, it's got, just Oh no, it's beautiful. It's yeah. just a little too tame for me. It is. Look, would I would I ever buy this? Probably not. By the way, um, I'm just amping up the manufacturers now. So see, yeah, you see oh, what see. I'm doing so now? Bentley's they're gonna like, like hey, maybe. Spike, you remember that Continental? <laughs> <laughs> now, if they did that, yeah. Well, long, that's an interesting question. Well, Could I become a long-term Bentley? Long-term guy? Bentley's I don't tough. Know. Long-term Bentley's tough. The I best love one, the Continental. For I sure. had I had a long-term Cadillac CTSV wagon with a manual. Oh, that's cool. That that's great. Was the greatest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That and, and uh, a couple of people know this story, but the best part was like. I took the car to Germany. I conned Cadillac into shipping it to Germany. We we're going to try and set the station wagon record on the Nurburgring. Yep. And uh, didn't do it. Got close, but didn't do it. Uh, left the car in Germany, and then years later, I'm like, you know, Cadillac. I'd like to buy that. I'd like to. I'd like to buy this. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, it's one of our. We still have it. Then they tell me, ah, it died in the flood. There was a flood in Detroit, and like they lost GM lost some cars. They're like, your car died in the flood. Turned out it was actually the car and driver long-term CTSV wagon that died in the flood. Mine actually wound up in San Diego. This Australian dude bought it who got in touch with me. And he's like, I think I have your car. And I go, okay, if you pull off like the fuse panel cover, I actually signed it with a Sharpie, like right on this big white computer thing. Why did you sign it? Just if I ever in the future. Oh, just to know. Just if I if someone's like, I have your old car. I don't remember the VIN, you know. Right, right. So I knew where I signed it. It was in a very obscure location. So boom, he sent me a picture of my signature. I'm like, that's my freaking car. Oh, wow. And I drove it and I, you know, and I was going to make him an offer. And then he, bless his heart, as they say in the South, he messed it up. Um, that said, I think I could get Cadillac to like restore it for me. Uh, but I, I made him an offer and he, he turned it down. So, yeah, it was because the problem is they weren't they were they were they were down a little bit in price. Now they're sixty grand. I offered them I think forty, and uh, anyways, one day I'll get it back. You know, if you need uh, your car fixed, oh, let's do an ad. Yeah, TLG Auto with oh, Marco yes. Gerasi is our independent Porsche service and restoration shop located in North Hollywood, California. Family owned and operated since nineteen seventy eight. Now in its second generation, known as the air cooled Porsche specialist, but we also service and they. Also service and maintain Porsche cars up to and including the 992. Marco has... That's uh, a new one. And I'm not just selling them. Marco has worked on our cars. He worked on the uh, Zuckerman Monte Carlo, uh, Monte Carlo car, the 73 RS, and executed a set of notes that I generated. And I'm very discerning, as you know. They provide personalizing uh, service that is tailored to your clients and cars' needs. The most important thing, they will arrange transportation of the car to and from your home or storage to TLG. Now that saves your life. Is that is the seventy three that orange? RS? That was the tangerine car. Yeah, that's tangerine the one. that's the Ferriston Seinfeld Sam Cabiglio. That's the one you're talking about. No, this oh. was the Monte Carlo rally car that was oh, sold. Oh yes, I've seen that. Okay, um, that Zuckerman bought on a whim years ago, yeah, yeah, left yeah. in his hangar. I drove it and went. You're you're a horrible human for not giving this car what it right. needs. Oh, this is the one that Marco was talking about, where it took him like months to get the seat right, but he got the seat. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, I know. No, that, no, I know it wasn't. Car. It didn't take him months. It took us months to find to find the to seat find rails the real or something. RSR. 
car seats yeah. is what we yeah, were looking yeah. for. Yeah, but there was some crazy like seat rail trauma. Oh, and then the seat rail, yeah. yeah. But we eventually, but he did it. He okay. found it, and okay. that's why we're uh, we're allowing him to advertise on our show. <laughs> WTLGAuto.com. Uh, just go to their website, www.tlgauto.com. Or you can send them an email uh, there. You can also go to Instagram, TLG underscore auto. TLG underscore auto. Um, people always ask us, where do you get your Porsches fixed in L.A.? TLG Auto North Hollywood. Say hi. Follow him on Instagram. Um, yeah, that car was really fun because it was the puzzle of the Monte Carlo car when I drove it and I sat in it was here's a thing that's stickered up and looks like a race car and has some race history yet doesn't feel when you turn it on doesn't sound and feel like a race car um, it was a converted RS Touring that was used uh, in a Monte Carlo rally but they weren't able to get a lightweight so the original owner converted it to lightweight and then over the years somebody had kind of made it just like a normal it was like it, it had one foot in both worlds. Right, right. One right. foot in neither touring. fish nor fowl. Right. Yeah. So um, I talked Zuckerman into putting a, a nice big fat loud rally exhaust on it, nice. and uh, doing a little work with the suspension, and then fixing some of the things inside. The seats were just crap; they were repros, and we put in the originals. And uh, just as we finished, yeah, I remember it, the somebody one time bought it. We had cigars <laughs> with Marco. He was going on about how bad the seats were. I was like, the one thing. I'm like, well, the NG is like, no, no, the seats are so bad. And like, no, they were terrible. Yeah, yeah. They were absolutely terrible. So, what's the story of the Tangerine car? Because that's the most beautiful 911. Yeah, that's the greatest. On the planet. Okay. So, that car that first. That lives in Zuckerman's hangar. And I'm just, first his... comes on my radar in the final season of Seinfeld when Jerry Seinfeld is just beginning his Porsche collection. And he says, he tells me, I bought a 73 911 RS Touring. We Let's take it for a drive. And I said, what, is, what do you mean? What is that? And he goes, come check it out. And we look at this car. I just had no idea. Yeah, yeah. I knew a little bit about Porsche and the rest of it. But I was a, I'm a comedy writer. I'm not really a sure. car guy. I'm just beginning to kind of understand the world of Porsche. And Seinfeld is just beginning to kick it into high gear. So we, we, we hop in this old car. <laughs> Um, and it's got the weird ducktail on the back. And I said, well, why, why are you buying old stuff? I don't understand. Why right, not just right. get a new Porsche? <laughs> right? That's where I was. And he goes, watch. Yeah. And we uh, left CBS Radford Studios and went up Laurel Canyon and then jammed on the on-ramp of the 101 right there. And he goes, watch this. And he goes, mop. <laughs> and it had all these titanium. It had all these titanium parts in the engine. Super lightweight. Lots of blue smoke coming out the back. And he goes, can you believe how fast that is? And I'm like, it's not that fast. (laughs) (laughs) This is back when I wasn't trying to upset my bosses who liked cars. Like like when when David Letterman proudly said, look, I've got this 250 short wheelbase. It's yellow. I go, you bought a yellow car? (laughs) Like I didn't know. Wow! I didn't know okay. how to At say. You're honest about it. That's I didn't good. know how to say That's the right good. thing. Right, and, right, and sometimes right. I still don't. Right. That's I, okay. You know. That's okay. But, but and, I mean, and so Jerry got on this thing. And he's like, "This is great." And I'm like, "Yeah." And I, I didn't understand it. And you know, I was at the point in my love of Porsche. And it's so interesting that t- 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 tails or any sort of uh, you know wing was just stupid. 
Okay. It didn't. Okay. I don't care if it has a function. It just looks dumb, and it looks like you're trying too hard. Okay. Right? Okay. I've sensed completely. Even that nice little ducktail. Huh? Even that beautiful little ducktail. I part. just thought, okay. what? That's so arrogant. That's I mean, so I, I, weird. I'm okay. so yeah, nuts yeah, yeah. at that point. I don't understand anything. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm I like admitting you being it, right? honest. Most people would never admit what you're admitting right now. Well, it's a trajectory I see people on all the time. Right. I mean, I, you know, I help people with cars all the time, as you do, and you'll see them. They want, they want their first Porsche. It's always something new, and it's always the targa because it looks yeah and you know it's yeah. it, and i go and i know that and then it's got to be silver but mo- I, w- I probably want it black or that gray right right, right. that's where i started i okay. totally get it and then eventually you're wearing it's golf so funny pants. you say that because i was um last night talking to a friend and he's like you know all those cars you see with wings on them <laughs> exactly do they actually do anything yeah and I'm no, like, I- well they actually if it's a Honda Accord, no. But if it's like a Porsche GT3, like yeah, yeah it yeah. actually does do something. Yeah, you know? we had a GT3 at, the, at at that motoring club in New York, whatever that place is called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, for the, some car matchmaker one. event yeah. with advertising people, and I was talking to these people, mostly ladies, and they were like, "Ew, the wing! Oh. What is and I, yeah, that?" It makes was me a like wings new, more. Yeah, it was yeah. a GT3 RS, and I'm like, "No, it has a function. It keeps the ass on the ground over 160." Like, oh, it's gr- such a <laughs> show-offy thing <laughs> yeah and i was like yeah i i understand anyway yeah jerry yeah, yeah. has this car for the longest time it's okay so gorgeous i'll just repeat this for beautiful. people who haven't seen it yeah it's, it's so tangerine good. Yeah. It, it, you know the ducktail turns out to be an rsr ducktail and then one day um right around this time and i don't remember what year but early 2000s um I'm chasing down a Ferrari Dino. Okay. For my, you know, I tell Sam uh, Cabilio, who buys cars for Jerry and was, you know, helping me out too. I go, if you ever come across a Ferrari Dino, <laughs> you know, this doesn't happen much anymore, but it used to. All original, yeah, 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 everything, yeah. Yeah, original yeah. paint, and yeah. no, it's got to have no miles. What's no miles? It's got to be at least under 9,000 miles. Oh, jeez. And so for years, he was always looking. He calls me one day and he goes, Spike, I was, uh, <laughs> looking at something somewhere and i said what's under the tarp and he opens the tarp it's a yellow dino with six thousand uh, yellow. <laughs> yellow with six thousand original miles i took a picture of it after i bought it and sent it to dave i go now right. i get it now I'm sorry. i have a yellow I ferrari that. too yeah, never yeah. heard back from him. Uh. but <laughs> he he got me back when i showed him my 911 which i had painted burgundy <laughs> This old 74, because it was sepia brown, it was a shit box, and I had Earl Scheib painted burgundy just for the fun of it. And he goes, right. really, a burgundy spike? You like that color? And then walked away. So he got me back. Anyway, the day I was taking delivery of that Ferrari, yeah. Jerry goes, uh, I'm getting rid of the 73. Now, why would he get rid of that car? It's it, I, I don't recall. It was part of his to alleviate pressure here and add okay. something new. Right, right. He, he, you know, it's Just a, like too many cars, not enough parking spots type thing. Yeah, but he didn't have that many cars, right? He was cu- he was curating a much smaller collection, but he curates, which yeah. is important to a collection. No, no, no. Yeah, and sp- at the time, yeah, yeah. you know, stuff was around and available, and it wasn't such a big deal. But he was selling it. Here's what offended me about it. He goes, I'm giving it to Barrett Jackson. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I just went, that's the wrong yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. place. That's and I'm like, totally don't do it. That's the wrong place. Yeah, and he yeah. said, well, why? I go, that's a very valuable. And, and, and now, years later, I understood what the car was. And I'm like, I've never seen another Tangerine RS. The car is amazing. Just keep it. You'll be sorry that you sold it. And I don't want to have to buy it. He right. goes, do you want to buy it? I go, I don't. I just bought something. I just, I just bought something. Right. I got a Dino. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And he goes, well, I'm going to. 
I'm going I'm going to get rid of it. <laughs> and I said, "God damn it." I'm like, "All right, what do you want for it?" And he gave me a number and yeah. it was, you know, yeah. a high number at the time, but today you would just laugh. I think it was yeah, $105,000. Oh, come on. 105, really? yeah. Wow. And I had just bought the Dino for 110. Wow. Both those uh, for kids playing along at home. Yeah. Worth more than that now. The Dino <laughs> It was all original everything. It had been repainted once, but still, it was a pure preservation deal. Jerry's car needed an engine rebuild. But it was so set up what? for racing, but, but so yeah, what? at I mean, that so price. What? Yeah. And I bought the cars on the yeah, same yeah, day. Yeah. Wow. Um, so that car I had owned for 12 years at least, and uh, for the first three years, I would drive it around Hollywood, and blue smoke would be coming out the back, and people would pull up next to me and go, junk that piece of crap, oh, and I'd laugh, and, I, and, I, and eventually I had that addressed. I realized it needed, right. with these the way the engine had been built, it was set up for racing, which meant 500 hours, and that was it. Right. And right. So it was and just Jerry had already written oil 10, in everywhere. Yeah, 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 all over the place. And we re- rebuilt the engine, and it was gr- it was such a beautiful car. It's and- such. I mean, here, my point is, you know, I see obviously a lot of cars. I see a lot of Porsches. I see a lot of really good Porsches. Right. And that thing, it stopped me dead in my tracks. Okay. So here's the evolution of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I sorted a lot of it. Um, I, we used to have this genius uh, body guy and painter who noticed that the ducktail which is fiberglass, was an RSR ducktail, and it was broken inside. He took it apart. He fixed it. I straightened out the back end with him, the panels. We did the engine. I did. I did, redid the radio. I did a lot of stuff to it, and I got it to where I was happy with it. I had it for about 12 years and then was buying a house. Zuckerman was uh, someone I had just met at right. that point. And he swoops in. No, he didn't <laughs> swoop in. and He was driving a, Cor- a yellow Corvette and a yellow E-Type, and I was like, dude, I know where you're at. You're the, you're at the beginning of this collection, and you're <laughs> you got to drive these Porsches. And he had bought this Green Goblin crappy Porsche, and I said, "Buy my RS. I need some money for a down payment. I mean, uh, for the the the. I think we were doing a renovation on the house. Okay, like go buy this car. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, I talked him into buying it. And I go that way is it'll be a re- be around. He didn't know Jerry at the time, but. Um, I was like, it would make me, it would be fun for me to have that in your hands. I like you. We're good friends. It's in LA here. And if I ever want it back, I know where it is. Or Jerry wants it back. Jerry didn't want it back. And then Zuckerman bought it. And then Zuckerman, after years of driving it, gave it uh, to, I think, the guys down in, um, I don't think it was Will Hoyt. He gave it down to these other guys, Jeff Erickson, I think, okay, down in um, Anaheim, okay. who worked on that car and works on the racing engines for us. And he said, let's put it back to kind of proper RS specs. I had put the engine up to 2.9 um, liters. I mean, I mean, yeah, 2.9 liters, right? 2.7, 2.9. You could do either. I mean, I've yeah, seen I every- I think I put yeah. it up to 2.9. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 2.7 2. 2. 2. is, is stock. Is the right one, yeah, yeah, And yeah, Zuckerman yeah. brought it back to exactly what it was and did the final turns. It, it was really a, a good list of notes that he generated. And and I drove the car after that. Jerry drove the car and our minds were blown. Like, both of us were like, had the car driven like that. Right, never would have sold. It was just perfection. Yeah, like, yeah, Jeff yeah, Erickson yeah. and Zuckerman- Nailed it. So who owns it now? Now Zuckerman owns it. He bought it back. No, Zuckerman has always had it. Oh, so he, okay, I thought you meant he sold it to this Erickson So here's the story. Here's where it goes back to Sam, who uh, helps Jerry with his cars yeah, yeah, and his yeah. collection. Sam owned the car years before. Before Jerry. Before Jerry bought it. It was I on see. the cover okay, okay. of Pano, and it was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. judged the best at a show. It, so again, Sam, it's just such a gorgeous thing. 
owned it. Jerry owned it. Jerry to me, I to Zuckerman. Right. And we have a promise between the four of us that that car will always stay in our group. Right. Zuckerman almost sold it three months ago. <laughs> he goes, I got That's an nice. offer. Ah, nice. Should I do it? I'm yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't. Right, right. And he goes, well, are you going to buy it? And I go, no. And I called Jerry. He goes, Jerry going to buy it? Jerry's like, I'm not buying it, but you can't sell it. <laughs> He'll be very happy that he kept that car. Oh, it's such a good car. Don't you think? Such a good car. Should we check yeah, in yeah. with him? Oh, God. There's a horrible picture of my wife's vagina that just came across. <laughs> the, I didn't think it was horrible. For the record. Did if, you see if that? If Spike's wife is listening, <laughs> I didn't think it was horrible. <laughs> It, it's, a, it's a birthing, the screensaver of the uh, birthing picture. I will, uh, you know, it's uh, it's nice to get closer. Was, with, I feel closer to you now. That was you know? young Jack. You were just in the room. Does your wife do that? The pictures my wife took when these kids were born. No, we have no pictures. I was in the room. I, I saw... did not take that picture, but someone did. Who? But every once who, in a while. Hang on, hang on. If you weren't taking it, who's taking oh, it? Oh, that she hired doulas and oh, we had nurses a doula. yeah, yeah, and all yeah, sorts yeah. of but things. Our doula was busy, like, holding my wife's hand and screaming, I was, but I was there. I yeah. saw everything. I, saw I, I was it, cool yeah. with it. I thought it was amazing. It's, um, uh, it was, uh, yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> every once in a while, I'm up here with the kids, <laughs> and it's car picture, entertainment, fun picture, and then a head coming out of a vagina. I just, you by. know, I was my dad. I I can't remember if it was just my sister, if it was me and my sister, but like he took photos of everything. My dad was a huge, like, he loved cameras, right, right, right. and. Uh, Remember slideshows back when you yeah, actually yeah. had a slide projector? And so he would show us, like, I think it was, in my mind, it's just my sister. It's probably both of us. But we, I, the, the, we'd see the birth. And as you know, it's not something you show to kids. <laughs> you know, uh, I think my kids have seen it doing their homework up here. Yeah. And uh, I, I was just so, not traumatized, but just like, like Dad, what were you thinking? Yeah, that, yeah. That, you know, I think it came up once, like, hey, would you, do you want to take pictures of the birth? And I'm like... Fuck that. Like, absolutely. Like, it is love hard. my kid, love my wife, you know. It is hard to understand the usage of that picture. Now that knowing that I have. I, have I mean, it, it entertained me greatly. I mean, that's, <laughs> <laughs> knowing know. that I have it, I don't know what I would do with it. Like, the kids love to see pictures of themselves when they're, you know, one day old or two days right, old. Right. They're not going to want to see that. Not. <laughs> no, I don't know who it's for. But my dad had a whole, I mean, I, I have them somewhere in storage. I have like a slide tray of like, I think it's my sister. I, hope I it's think, my sister, but can't but, you, I mean, for those thinking of starting a family, you can safely bypass that I photograph, yeah, right? I didn't do it with my son and, I, and he, he crawled into bed and got on my chest this morning and slapped me in the face to wake me up. Yeah. You know, it was great. It was great. But know? the miracle of birth is a, is a feeling. I remember how I felt in that delivery room and how amazing the feelings were, but I don't need the picture. You don't need the picture, you know. <laughs> You know. Should we call Zuckerman and harass him? I, just I, well, we should tell him what he missed. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got nudity on the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all after all these years. Um, thank God my wife doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> I trust me. Every time I do a podcast, I say that. <laughs> yeah, there's two rings for Zuckerman. He will not be two happy. rings, two bells, three rings. No. He's not going to pick up. He's not great at picking up. He will. He's having Mondays are hard for him. The whole right. world hits him. Right, right, right. But the listeners want to hear from him. Yeah. I mean, you got to have Zuckerman. He'll he'll call back in a minute. Let's see. Listen to Zuckerman's message by the way. If you're a friend of Zuckerman, this is what happens when you call his phone. This isn't his law one. <laughs> no, I don't know. This is his cell phone. I I just text him. It's greasy, dirty. Listen. 
The wireless customer you are calling is not available. Please try again later. El cliente de servicio móvil al que llama no se encuentra disponible. Wow. Favor de intentar más tarde. Message 1. US 01 LV. And then it hangs up on you. That's, uh, that's, that's I've never heard that. That's I don't want one. messages. I got enough yeah. stuff yeah, to I check. I got enough problems. <laughs> I got enough problems. <laughs> but what if it's one of your clients, Ackerman? Well, fuck them. <laughs> I laugh at their tragedies anyways. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'd rather they sit in front of me and tell me what happened to them so I can laugh in their face. <laughs> oh, the machine took your leg muscles off? <laughs> tell me again. Show me the picture. I want to see that. <laughs> God, Zuckerman. That's Zuckerman. He's just coming out of his shell so good lately. Yeah. He's yeah. on fire. He he's has. Just, yeah, it's really... Uh, I think... It was, was it the turning he point? Is. Oh, oh is it He calls oh, right yeah. back. Okay. TV. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. we're, we're podcasting right now. We thought we'd have you just come on for two seconds. It's, Did you already get that on? Get this, what on? This is it. The name calling, the horrible name calling. Oh, we've been doing that. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been doing it, but you—you oh, you just missed a funny moment. We're actually up in my office, and the screensaver of my computer has photos on it, as you know, and a picture with my son Jack's head protruding from my wife <laughs> at birth just was sailed by while Johnny Lieberman was turning red in his but eyes. By the way, not, not just turning red, like you know, literally facing yeah, the screen. I know it's supposed to be something that's a beautiful moment, but frankly, it's kind of disgusting. <laughs> oh, here he is. Childbirth really is disgusting. Uh, you know, I saw it a couple times. I never want to see it again. We were just having this conversation. My, my, a friend of mine described it as... Uh, Watching your favorite pub burn down. Yeah, and I actually, no, no. That's, that's horrible. <laughs> but that's, that's accurate. What did you say, Zuckerman? See, watching a pub, watching something burn down is preferable to seeing a live birth. <laughs> seeing a, a natural childbirth is really a horrifying fucking thing. And a cesarean is horrifying in a Ooh, different yeah, way. Yeah, that's, that's just surgery. That's yeah, surgery. I haven't seen that. I've, I've, yeah, I liked the, the natural childbirth. I was great. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. You loved it. You I really did. It? Yeah. No, I don't. I, don't <laughs> I really wanted to. I wanted yeah. to see what this creature looked like that I've been having to take care of for nine months. And yeah, as touch. always, I'm I'm in between you two on this one. I'm, when you see what happens to the to your lady. And, as it's coming out, and, <laughs> and, the, and the, all of the gross stuff, and the placenta, the I, I did not like the placenta. I'll go on record. That looked like a like a bad steak. That was not cool. It looked like a liver. I thought it looked like something from from outer space. Yeah, That's yeah. Not into the placenta. Powers. We're human, Zuckerman. Well, you're not, but we are. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I'd saying, rather, Paul, I was saying. Come out of an egg, frankly. Paul, I was saying that we finally got nudity on the show, and you missed it. I would rather be. I would rather emanate from a cloaca. Uh, a cloaca. And, and cloaca. Cloaca. Oh, a cloaca. Yeah. Would you please tell Lieberman because I know Lieberman doesn't know what that is. The bir birds have a birds have a cloaca that uh, they I, do I'm, everything with. Yeah, they I'm poop, well aware of the cloaca. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's an all-purpose. It's all-purpose. And you would rather... Like, like be... not Barrett Safari Car. It's an all-purpose <laughs> utility. Oh, my. Well, wow. there you go. 
Well, that's it. There's your moment of Zuckerman, everybody. Moment of Zuckerman. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. We're going to hang up on you. Bye, Paul. <laughs> he said he said you all suck. Uh, well, you know, he's on message. He's on brand. He, if we uh, were doing a daily show, it would be a moment of Zuckerman. That's the perfect uh, space of time to have for him. Perfect amount. Well, anyways, Johnny. Yeah. We've had a good time here. We're, we have. Uh, we've had an hour. We've um, broken ground. We want to thank all of our sponsors, of course, Manscaped. Uh, don't forget to use Spike911 at manscaped.com uh, to get those things you need and know that I use them. Don't forget to go to TLG Auto in North Hollywood to get your cars fixed. And don't forget, most importantly, to report your voting fraud to <laughs> Bill at the Malibu Kitchen. <laughs> Did you call the number? 310-456-7845. 310-456-7845. And after you've reported your voting fraud, uh, order your Thanksgiving pies and meals. He really is the best. Just get your orders in Sunday. Uh, by Sunday, November 22nd, 2020, by 2 p.m. And it's awesome. Uh, I promise you, I love all my sponsors, and they're did great. You, did you call 888 uh, 888- 670-1776 to report voting fraud? No, no. Because oh, I, I, I know I you know, I know how hard it is to lose. <laughs> as we felt that four <laughs> years ago. Well, and I know people are feeling kinda they're feeling I, crappy and I, I don't want to rub it in. I, I, I tried uh, twelve times to call. <laughs> oh uh, you did. Well I was gonna have my three year old <clears throat> talk to them. He got, I got him very excited because uh I said, you can tell them that you haven't seen any voter yes. fraud. And he was very excited, <clears throat> but it was busy each time. Look, we, you know, <clears throat> I I'll, I'll just say I have nothing against Republicans when they're normal no. Republicans. Yeah, no, I just it's, don't it's like the, this Russian extremism, right? Yeah, yeah that's and the part I, I And have I like a hard Americans, time. and and I, I like what Biden had to say about no red states and yeah, no, no blue that, states. And, that's all good. I'm just I hate the racism and I hate the fascism. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and so, I and I do, and I like I want people to come together. I'm tired of being angry at my friends in Florida, or Georgia, or any other place. Uh, Kentucky, just, my Kentucky friends yeah, and I are I having just, a hard time communicating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it'd be fine with me if Facebook just went away <laughs> it would be fine with me that could be the actual and then everybody problem. just yeah, got yeah, along yeah. because yeah. you know i half my family on my wife's side are trump supporters and well, we love tough. them that's tough but we love them we talk we you know we it's, talk it's to them tough all. though it's tough we just don't we just don't talk politics my that's father-in-law all. voted for gary johnson and i i've in florida four years ago and i've yet to let him live it down but i'm ready for time are you ready for time where just Politics no, is boring. No, and you know, we don't hear I, about I, it anymore. I think maybe, and again, maybe as a Jew, I, I had this existential horror with yes. Trump. Yes, where it's but he's like, gone. He's gone. But I'm just saying, I had four years of like my existence, my wife, my son, my my family's existence is actually threatened by yes. by racist Absolutely. fascism. They always eventually come for the Jews. So, so I, th- I, I, I'm not ready yet. Oh, maybe I'll get there. Maybe I'll get there. But well, I just, I'm not saying forgive that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the racism <laughs> and the fascism that I can't but take. Everything here, else. Let me tell you something. <laughs> One thing I know for sure, and then we're gonna let everybody go. I remember, uh, you know, here the long short of it is advertising works, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, there, uh, the there's a portion of those people who just believed everything that was being sold to them there. And when the next guy comes up and says everything's peace, love, and gumdrops and unity, they're all going to be preaching that. As I hope well. so. I they hope will. so. I hope so. Yeah, because I, let's have a the better. The people in the United States are all good people. They're good people for the yep. most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's some shitty fucking the, racist people. The, the racist one I have a problem with. <laughs> yeah, you know. but they once they once they don't have their get guy in, in their the White holes, House, get back in there. No, once you the guy with the most powerful bullhorn in the world, the president, right? Right. 
that that's the biggest platform in the world as far as getting across anything. Right, right. Like we're going to worship Santa Claus, whatever you want to say. Sure. Twenty percent of people are going to go. They're going to do that the right. same way I was told when I started at Thirty Rock. You know, these people on TV can't say, go kill somebody, because there's a portion of this population that That'll will go do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. it's not even political. They could say, kill Jerry Lewis. Right, and right. Someone would go, right, right. there's a portion that, as long as they're getting the right message, eh, we should all be fine. I hope so, man. I hope so. so. I hope so, too. Give me a week. Maybe I'll be more forgiving in a week. Give me a week. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a month. I'm going to take a month. I'm going to take a month before I, I hand out forgiveness. Most people, you know, and the other thing is most people don't have their own fucking opinions about anything. They just, they look to entertainment and television to just for something to say at a dinner. So that Facebook has been telling all sides, right. here, here's some phrases. We call say it, this stuff. We don't, you know, obviously I'm not in the, the entertainment game the way you are, but in the, the car thing, we my boss Angus, oh, he calls it pub ammo. He's yeah, like, you right. You want to give people something to argue about at a bar. Yeah, yeah. So... And with cars, it's absolutely true, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all a, kind of feed off each other, and you're one of those guys that actually makes the statements that people repeat. Uh, yeah, or or they get mad about. But yes, yes, yes. Right, right. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you got a busy street here, man. It's like it's like it's crazy. There's town. so much construction going on right now. It's, this is just the daytime because everyone's just <clears throat> home and like adding on. Fixing no. Up. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess that's what everybody's we got. Doing. We our problem is our, my house is about twice as big as your office, so <laughs> we got everything done in three months. There's nothing left wow. to do. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a tiny a small house. home with family is where it's at. Because uh, then you're I, with I, everybody I all use the time. This I could use an office. I could yeah, I could use a, a big garage. But you know, one day, one day. Well, we have plenty of office space, Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Nobody's getting together anymore. I know, it's great. Um, anyways, uh, Johnny Lieberman, you can follow him on Instagram. Yes, and uh, I write stuff on Motor Trend, and uh, that's about it. All right, and you can follow me on Instagram as well, um, and send uh, your complaints to Zuckerman about not being in the show. Now my uh, my Gardner guys are going to back right into in your In my car. truck. <laughs> yeah, we better stop. All right, we'll see you next week on Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio. Brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.